Welcome to Wisdom from the Word of God, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Owen Butler, endeavoring to reconnect people with God. In the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 4, starting at verse 1, you will find these words. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterward he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Amen. This, this, this day, saints of God, I just want to talk to you from the thought, man shall not live by bread alone. Man shall not live by bread alone. Amen. Saints of God, as we uh, look at the context, amen, of this particular passage and the global context of the book of Matthew, we find that this book was written by one of the 12 disciples who was also affectionately called Levi. He was a Jew, a man, and he was a Jew that was part of the Roman uh, tax collection agency, uh, maybe known as our IRS today, amen. But they were uh, much more unscrupulous individuals than our IRS today, as bad as it can be sometimes, amen. They were much, much worse. Um, they were uh, unscrupulous because uh, the, the Caesar or Caesar just wanted his amount. But he told the tax collectors that they would get their amount by whatever else they could build the people out of above and beyond the actual tax. So you can see by that very uh, structure and by that very configuration that there was a lot of mistreatment, there was a lot of deception in tax collecting. There were some, if they fell for it, amen, they would be collecting maybe 50 to 60 to 80 percent of their uh, income, amen. It was a mess out there. And uh, Levi or Matthew was one of the top tax collectors. So you know that he was looked at in a very uh, bad light. If we'd say it in today's uh, vernacular, they would look at Jesus Christ and then look at uh, Levi or Matthew and say, Jesus, uh, hanging around with Levi, that's not a good look. That's not a good look for you, Jesus. I, I don't know why you are hanging around this unscrupulous individual. But how many of y'all know that even after you've been changed, there's some folks that want to look back at how you used to be. Wow. 
Amen. There's some folks that want to keep pulling up your past. Amen. And they want to throw it in your face even though you've been changed. Even now that you're walking on the street called straight, they want to find you in your street called crooked. Amen. And so... Uh, this this man, this this tax collector who has now turned disciple of Christ, amen, was diligent, amen, to come to his people with a gospel, amen, a gospel that they would understand according to their Jewish customs. And uh, Matthew wrote his gospel to portray Jesus as king. He, he portrayed him as king, as king of kings and lord of lords. So we find ourselves in this passage, and during this context, Jesus has uh, uh, just been uh, baptized, amen. The Lord has said great things about him. The Lord God, he said, this is my son whom I am well pleased. And then the Holy Spirit has descended upon him. As the Bible says, he looked like a dove descending upon the master. All of this has taken place and, and, and now Jesus has been fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. He, he, he's, in a, he's in a precarious situation as it relates to hunger. Well. Amen. And when we look at our text, man, we find out that the Spirit will lead you to places of extreme difficulty. Jesus is in a place now. He's gone been going to be led to the wilderness, amen, a place of no direction, amen, stuff, you get in there and you get disoriented in the wilderness, not only that, Jesus is hungry too, amen, so the spirit will not always lead you to green pastures that you can lay down by the still waters, amen, that is the Lord is our shepherd, Psalm 23, but there are times that he's going to lead you to difficult situations, He's going to lead you to be a, a, a minister to him in places where folks are going to ultimately reject everything you have to say. They're going to talk about you, your mama, your grandmama, and your great-grandmama. That's just how it is. Because we live in a fallen world. But even in that, amen, God is using you for a purpose that you might not understand. You just may be sent to that place not to make the people better, but that the people will make you better. I want you to know that your blessing does not just come when everything is going well. Amen. During the times of trial and travail, during the times of difficulty, is the times when the Lord is working on you. During the times when you've gotten to your wit's end and you don't know if you can go any longer, everybody's getting on your nerves and the last nerve you had has been destroyed. It is in them times that the Lord is still working on you. So don't be disillusioned and don't be dismayed. Don't be discouraged when you go through various trials and tribulations. That's why James says in the beginning of his work of the epistle of James, he said, count it all joy when you go through various trials and tribulations. He didn't say be, be, be super happy and joyous. He said, but count it joy. Joy comes from the inside. Happy is based on circumstance. Amen. Happiness. But joy is something that's given to you by the Lord. It's something that the world doesn't give and the world can't take away. 
So he says, count it all joy. Because when you got the spirit of the Lord down on the inside, you can see beyond your trial and travail to see that God is just using this to make you better. You can see into the uh, window of the word of God and realize that all things work together for the good. For those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Yeah, it may not be fun. It may not be uh, comforting, but it's still working for your good. Because if you believe the word of God, whether you're on the mountaintop or in the valley low, it's still working for your good. When them folks on your job getting on your nerves for the last time, when they're threatening to lay you off, amen, it's still working for your good. Will you be able to hang on and hold on and trust in the Lord so that your faith will be exercised and you build some stronger faith muscles? Amen? Amen. Because it's working for your good. In this text, we see Jesus in a place, amen, he's hungry now. He's been through a great ceremony, but now he's all alone. The Spirit of God is taking him to a place where he's going to be tempted. And I want to say that when you go into various trials and tribulations, sometimes them are lonely places. Think about it, amen. On most of our jobs, not all, amen, but on most of our jobs, we work around folk who don't know our Lord. Most of the folks, they got either another religion or no religion at all. It's a wilderness of sorts. But don't ever forget that the Spirit is with you. See, it's when we forget that the Spirit is with us, we start trying to look at our own stuff. We try to figure out our own schemes and, and what we think is going to work. But we don't rely on the wisdom of the Lord. Because we almost forget who we are. Amen. We go into an identity crisis. But I'm here today to encourage us that when you go into your wilderness, amen, don't forget that the Lord is with you. You don't have to holler a long ways either. You can talk to him in a quiet voice because he's on the inside. Amen. When you were saved, amen, the Lord gave you the Holy Spirit to live on the inside. That he can hear everything that you say and everything that you think. The Bible says of the Spirit, he said, it says the sword of the Spirit is sharper than any two-edged sword. It can cut between the bones and the sinew. The cartilage and the tendons and all they can cut through there. But not even that, but it can cut between the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. See, the Spirit knows you on your motivational level. Amen. So no need to lie to Him. Amen. Just tell Him the truth. Amen. And trust in Him to empower you to do what you cannot do on your own. And I don't know about you, but these folk can get on my nerves so that I know I can't do it on my own. Because see, a lot of times my thinking one thing and my mouth does another. Amen. Because I'm thinking I want to go left, but the Holy Spirit say, no, you're going right. And I'm so glad that he's on my inside. Because by now, I ain't no telling where I could be. Amen. I might be up under somebody's jail. Amen. I might not even have at that Hotel California jail. I might be buried up under the concrete. But the Lord has been gracious. Not just to me, but everyone who is called according to his name. That you are filled with the power of God on the inside. 
The fullness of the Godhead is in you. Amen. And never forget that you have great power in you. As we have studied in our lessons, amen, of the, of the uh, epistle to the Ephesians in Bible study, that we are to be, we thanking the, the, the God and Father of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And every is a lot of blessings. And those every blessings got every blessing you need to deal with the trials and the tribulations of this life. Amen. But then, uh, looking at verses 2 and 3, amen, the devil will strike you where you are most vulnerable. The devil will strike you where you are most vulnerable. Look at the text. It says, and when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterward he was hungry. Look what the tempter says. The tempter says in verse 3, now when the tempter came to him, he said, if you are the Son of God, command these stones to become bread. Now the devil knows your weakest spots. He's been watching you for a long time. He's diligent about his work. He never sleeps nor he slumbers. So he is doing a full analysis of you. He's sending by his imps and by his uh, hierarchical demons to watch you and to figure out where your weakness is. Well. He knew Jesus had been fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, and he knew because Jesus was now confined to a human body, amen, that he was undoubtedly hungry. Amen. So the devil, see, something about the devil you need to realize is that the devil is a master of leverage. We, we talk about leverage a lot of times from our financial situations, amen. Leveraging uh, our, our finances with a down payment when we buy a home. We leverage it. We put a little bit down, amen, and the bank takes the rest. That's leverage. The devil is a master of leverage. The leverage here is allowing Jesus to get hungry. Amen. He didn't work to make Jesus hungry. He just waited till Jesus got hungry. And then he put a little down to try to uh, get Jesus to get out of the will of God. He hit him right where it hurt. He was hungry at his weakest point. And then he tried to use the word of God to twist him. Trying to say, well, you know, the word says you're the son of God. You can turn stones into bread. So if you're the son of God, why don't you do that right now, Mr. Hungry? Why don't you do that right now? You're looking a little famous and skinny right now. I mean, you ain't ate nothing in 40 days and 40 nights. See, that's how he talks to you. He's like, oh, now you know you ain't had none of this or that for a long time. I mean, you know, you, 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 really, you really want that drink. I mean, you, you, I know you're going to stop drinking, and, uh, 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 but, but, but don't, you, don't you feel like you want to drink today? I mean, I mean, your husband talking crazy to you, your wife talking crazy to you. Man, do you remember what they said to you at work? You need to calm down. You need to get, you remember how when you drank, you could just calm right on down and get your rest. He hits you where it hurts. In the times when you are most vulnerable. Amen. Uh, your bills are due. Amen. And, and your money is funny. Your change is strange. Amen. And you're trying to get that, that, that creditor off your back. Amen. And so you, you're trying to figure out what to do. Devil comes along and says, well, just tell him you're going to pay him on Friday. 
Tell them, I'm going to have my check on Friday. Good and well knowing that you ain't going to have no check on Friday. But you tell them that so, so you can get them off your back. He hits you where you're most vulnerable. Amen. Amen. Sometimes, amen, in life, amen, the, the sins that you have struggled with, amen, over the years, and God has delivered you, at least you thought you was delivered from it, amen, you're going along in life and everything's going well, and then all of a sudden, amen, somebody asks a certain question of you that you really don't want to answer, but then instead of answering, I don't want to tell you, amen, the devil said, just tell him a lie. And so you tell them whatever it is to get them to stop asking you anything. He hits you where you're most vulnerable. Because that was one of your problems back in the day. You used to do a lot of lying. Amen. And so you thought you were completely delivered, but this situation is showing you, amen, I ain't that delivered. Amen. And I can need the Lord to keep strengthening me so I can make it through. Is this tracking with anybody today? Amen. Because I know it's tracking with me. Amen. Amen. So we look at the text and we see that, yes, he comes with the word. Oh, you the son of God. And that's the other thing he loves to do. He loves to challenge your uh, uh, sainthood. Amen. Well, I thought you was a Christian. And you, you said you was a Christian. And look how you did that person. Now, you know you should have stopped and helped them, but you didn't because you were mad at them. I thought you were a Christian. Oh, look how you fussed with such and such. Oh, look how you just throwed and showed your behind when you were at the store. This is the devil talking to you. Look how you just did not thought you were a Christian. Oh, is that how Jesus would do things? Amen. But you frustrated, amen. You hungry, maybe you in the grocery store, and now you're at your wit's end, your, your nerves afraid, and you just come and unravel. And the devil say, got you now. Amen, because that's how he works. He hits you when you're most vulnerable. Amen, he, said, he says to you, oh, yeah, you know, uh, 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 some, some, some folks, a, a young lady I was talking to uh, not that long ago, she was like, she was like, Reverend, I, I, you know, me and my husband, we've we, we been, we been broke up a long time now, and uh, uh, he, he called me yesterday uh, uh, about 11 o'clock uh, at night. And, and, and I said, he did. I said, he did. I said, what, 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 what was going on? She said, well, Reverend, I, I, I got to tell you that, that he, he wanted to come over that night. And you know, Rev, I, 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 I ain't been with a man in a while. Uh, I, I said, and, and that, was, that was, your, was your husband or, or is your husband? I said, was a husband. We divorced. And, and, and I said, well, what, what is he doing now? Well, he, he, he's living with his girlfriend. I said, well, where are you going to get uh, uh, involved with, with all of that? Uh, uh, well, he, a divorce is divorce. Uh, let him go. Close it off. He called you, don't answer the phone. She said, well, he, he's so persistent, she said. She said, he's so persistent. I, it's hard for me to resist. I said, I know, I know your flesh. It's weak, but now is the time that you got to pray and trust the Lord. This is the time when you got to eschew evil, as Job said. See, sometimes you got to run away from evil. You ain't strong enough to stand up to it. Amen. You got to run away from it. See, you got to shut down communication. You got to block his cause. Amen. You can't answer the door if he comes by. You got to eschew evil. Amen. And I, I saw in her eyes and I said, I'm praying for you, sis. 
I'm praying for you. Because I could see in her eyes that that, that thing was breaking down on her. But look at the devil. He hit her where she was most vulnerable. He hit her because he'd been watching her. And he's watching me and he's watching you too. Amen. And that's why we can't make it without the Lord. We ain't got enough power to deal with Satan. He's too much. He is too much. Because he will use the word, amen, against you. And then after, if she goes through with it, then he'll come back and say, oh, I thought you was a Christian. Now, you know you divorced from that man, and that man's with another woman now, and here you are laying up with him. See, that's how the devil works. He, can, he brings you into something and then points the finger at you. Amen. That's how it works. Amen. But you've got to resist. And sometimes you can't just stand up to it. You've got to run away from it because it's too much. Amen. You've got to turn and run. Eschew it that evil. Amen. Because it's too much. But we see in the text, amen, that the only weapon against the enemy is the word. The same word that the enemy is trying to use against us is the word that we have to use against him. If you look at the text, you see where Jesus answered him in verse 4. Jesus said to him, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. See, Jesus understood that he couldn't defeat the devil in his state alone. The Bible lets us know that Jesus Christ laid aside his deity to be a normal man for you and for me. And so he was showing us in this text uh, that man cannot live by physical bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of Almighty God. Jesus wasn't lying when he said it was in the word. Because if you look in the 8th chapter of Deuteronomy, around verse 3, the Lord speaks to the nation of Israel. And he says to them, I have made you hunger and made you thirst. I've humbled you that you may know that man shall not live by bread alone. But every word that proceeds from the mouth of Almighty God, it is a scripture found in the law, a chapter of Deuteronomy. So Jesus was not making up scripture, but the scripture was there to keep him strong. And so saints of God today, I want you to know that these 66 books are here to make you strong. Get in your word and learn scripture that when the enemy comes by, you will have a word, a sword of the spirit that can be used to get the devil off of your back. You need to know the word for situations that come up 
in your life. And if you know the word, like God wants you to know the word, that any situation that comes up in your life, uh, that God will have an answer to it. Let me tell you a little story about your pastor. Years ago, I was uh, engaged to be married to a young lady. But I found out that she had cheated on me. So I knew she was out of town with her lover. And I started to think all kinds of thoughts, Sister Pilsen. I started thinking about how I was going to get back at her. What was I going to do to have an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth? But as time went on and she arrived back in town, the Lord's Holy Spirit spoke to me in a still, small voice. I can remember like it was yesterday and it's been over 25 years ago. I can remember like it was yesterday and it's been more than two decades. I can hear the Spirit of the Lord say to me, do not recompense evil with evil, but evil with good. And you know what? The Lord arrested me and kept me from doing the deed that I had decided to do. Got things together and I helped her pack her bags. Gave her gas money and sent her on her way. I don't know what the relationship happened afterward, but I know I didn't do what was wrong in the sight of the Lord. My business and my conscience is all right now because of the power of Almighty God. And I'm here to let you know, if you listen to the Lord, He will keep you through every trial and tribulation in your life. You shall transcend above that which seems to want to catch you up. You can make it to the high place on the mountaintop and leave that sin in the valley low. God bless you and God keep you is my prayer. Amen. Amen. And amen. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. At this time, the doors of the church are open. There just may be somebody here today. Amen who hasn't gotten their business fixed. Been around the church, but never letting the church inside of them. So this is the time now, the Lord's arms are open wide. He's saying, come unto me all ye that labor and heaven laden, and I will give you rest. He said, I demonstrated my love towards you that while you are yet sinning, I died for you. Your name was on my mind even before you were born on Calvary's mountain. Amen. Your sins was on my shoulders. And so I paid the price. You, you won't have to give up your 401k, your savings account, your checking. No, because the payment has already been paid. Jesus has paid it all. 
You just come with your life. Open up the door and let him come into your heart. And he will live inside of you. The Bible says that then if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have been passed away and behold, all things have become new. He wants to do a new thing in you. Amen. But you got to give him your life today. Amen. There is room at the cross for you. Amen. There is room at the cross for you. There is room at the cross for from the Word of God listening family. I want to once again thank you for listening to this podcast. And if you would be so kind, on whatever platform you listen to Wisdom from the Word of God, I ask that you give it a review. And when you give it a review, also give some specifics as it relates to why you enjoy this podcast. Whether you're listening on Apple Podcast or Google Podcast, whether it's Stitcher Radio or iHeart Radio, whether it's Spotify or Anchor FM, whether it's Player FM, whether it's Castbox or Breaker, or any of the many platforms where you can hear this podcast, it would help us so much so that more can discover this podcast through seeing your comments and reviews and ratings. And hopefully this will give us more visibility and more distribution to reach more with the message of Jesus Christ. And once again, I am so thankful that you have taken out the time to listen to this podcast. And for your continued support, I will be forever grateful. God bless you and God keep you is my prayer.